You're listening to Web Suasion Conversation, Episode 10. Welcome to the show. I am Ryan Williams, president of the Web Suasion Group, and I'm coming to you from our Kapoka Studios here at Pinewood Atlanta Studios in Atlanta, Georgia. Today on the show, we have Todd Anduzzi. He is the area director for the Small Business Development Center at the University of Georgia, and he's going to tell you about all the free services, that's right, free services that you can get for your business from accounting, marketing, HR, business planning, legal information, sales. They can help with a lot of stuff for new and growing businesses. One of the things we talk about today with Todd is accounting, and that is a wheelhouse for us here at the Web Suasion Group. We are often working with our clients to integrate very customized accounting systems for their niche business. That could be integrations with QuickBooks Desktop or Cloud, or even a self-contained accounting system specific to that niche. So if you find your business is struggling from an accounting perspective with out-of-the-box software for your industry, give us a call. I'm happy to sit down and talk with you about a customized solution and tell you the cost and process with putting that in place. And if you're thinking about doing any kind of custom software development, definitely download our free developer checklist. All you have to do is sign up for our newsletter, or you can go directly to websuasion.com forward slash checklist. That's W-E-B-S-U-A-S-I-O-N dot C-O-M forward slash C-H-E-C-K-L-I-S-T. So now let's talk to Todd and Doozy. Todd, thanks for being on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me. So you're with West Georgia College Small Business Development Center, is that correct? So technically it's the University of Georgia Small Business Development Center at the University of West Georgia. We'll get into what that is in a little bit, but let's back up a little bit and talk about your background. You were in the Navy SEALs? No, or? no, I was not a Navy SEAL. Oh, um, okay. I went into the Navy during Desert Storm and I had the opportunity to train with both SEAL Team 1 and SEAL Team 4. Gotcha. And uh, it kind of led me throughout the career. On, on kind of the way I pursue team building uh, on that avenue. Would you take away from your work with them? Well, actually, it's just that's the pinnacle of what a team is. And uh, with the small business development, you have to surround yourself with the team that wants you to succeed. You have to bring in different professionals, different team members to make sure that you have the right people around you so that you can reach your goals and you can be successful. And that's the pinnacle of what a team is. I was also in the mining industry. That is the other range of of what a team is. So I kind of go into these different consultations with the idea of where we want to go and where we absolutely don't want to go. So tell me more about the mining stuff. You ended up being an accountant, right? Absolutely. Uh, How did that transition happen? It kind of went the roundabout way to be an accountant. So after I got out of the military, I had a pretty successful friend that opened up a mining business in Boston 
Austin. So I moved up there and worked with him for a few years, all the while learning how to be a welder, learning how to be an equipment operator. And up there, they're really, really regulated with the unions. Uh So Vulcan actually recruited me to come down here and start working in their mines. I was able to come down here with a pretty vast amount of skills and work my way through that company pretty quickly. And the whole while, I was going to school at night, getting my uh, bachelor's degree. And uh, as soon as I was able to, I pursued the master's degree after that. So I have a, a master's degree in accounting. And how long were you doing the mining before you started transitioning? So that was about 12 years. Yeah. So I was in the mining industry for 12 years, wow. uh, two of which was in Boston. And then I was down here for 10 years, both in uh, the West Georgia aspect and around the Atlanta area. So I did a lot of the quality control, depending on what my uh, my rank was at the time. Um, I was on Dobbins Air Force Base. I was on Runway 5. And then I started uh, working in Clayton County. So I was coming down here every day uh, working on that crew. And that was during 06, 07. Well, when 08 came along, I had to terminate and lay off people in in Douglasville. And then I started laying off a number of people here in Clayton County. And I was kind of done with that industry anyways. Right. And so I knew that I was going to have to backtrack and one thing about the mining industry they pay very well so i was very happy with that industry i was very happy with pursuing that so when i went to the accounting firm uh, i knew that i was going to take a big pay cut (laughs) (laughs) but i knew that i had to take a step back to take a step forward and so i went from pretty substantial paycheck to a eight dollar an hour internship yeah that's a big leap uh, it was a lot of people don't even know. I mean, I didn't know until I joined the Chamber of Commerce that the Small Business Development Center even existed. Can you explain what it does and what kind of resources is available to small businesses, whether you're starting or whatever level you're at? Absolutely. And this is one of my favorite topics because periodically you hear that we're the best kept secret and we don't want to be. That's not really what we want to do. And we are actually fully funded business consultants provided by the state of Georgia and the university system to assist small businesses in their success. And we actually don't have to charge for our services. We are actually a fully funded business consultants, anything from accounting to HR to management, team building whatever people need. I am just one of 17 offices in the state of Georgia. We encompass the entire state of educators that help small businesses at no charge. And what kind of services do you provide? Well, I mean, we do a lot of strategy. My background is definitely management and the uh, HR type stuff and accounting, of course. Uh-huh. Uh, but I also have a psychology degree. So uh, okay. that is interesting with the with sure. the small business. But it's all about what the actual client needs. So the client is going to dictate the consultation. So, of course, they walk in and they all want marketing. They all want marketing. Uh-huh. We can help them with a marketing strategy. We can also help them get in front of the type of referrals that they need that actually do it. Because even though we're consultants, we're not actually going to do the job. Right. Uh, in the point them in the right direction. We Absolutely. And that's kind of the community aspect. That's kind of the alliances that we want to create. And that's the type of uh, surrounding them with people they want to succeed. And we're kind of that go-between. 
Right. I mean, a lot of times when you're starting a business, unless you have somebody mentoring you, you don't know when you need a lawyer, you don't know when you need a CPA, you don't know, you know bookkeeping, marketing, sales, network, any of that kind of oh, stuff. Absolutely. So I definitely would recommend that anyone who's going into business give you guys a look. So you also do some consulting on the kind of contacts, like oh, cold calling or anything like that, right? Um, we actually do whatever the client needs. I mean, it, it's pretty much just leading them into an avenue of success to meet their goals. Now, I like to get in front of everybody. Small business is considered a small business, and it's a range, but SBA considers up to $50 million in annual revenue and 500 employees. Right. They also want us to deal with 50% of our clientele being the bigger ones that create the impact, that create the revenue, that create the jobs and stuff like that. So we're actually mandated to do a certain percent of the bigger companies. Well, even the ones that are above that, even the ones that we can't put in the system, I still want to talk to them because I can offer them training on management. I can offer them training on leadership and that helps the community also. So our job is to assist the community in pretty much any way it needs. And I imagine a lot of times those companies are subcontracting to smaller companies anyway, so you've got connections there as well. Absolutely, absolutely. And we want to make sure they're definitely not making bad decisions, but not making legal decisions that will shut them down because nobody benefits from a business going under. The community doesn't benefit. The business, of course, doesn't benefit. But a lot of these people are putting their hard-earned money, their retirement, a lot of this. So So you don't want them to fail because then it's a bad day. What are some of the mistakes that you see businesses most commonly make that you're often coaching on? A lot of times it's they're the expert in their industry. Right. And they come in thinking that that's all it takes. They're the technician and they don't look at it from a different point of view. They don't they think they know everything and and of course nobody knows everything, but they have these blinders that it has to be like this. They'll come in and we'll talk about it and we do a whole health check on their business if they want and we try to find out where their gaps are and if they have gaps, we try to fill those gaps. We try to help them if they need accounting, we hook them up with an accountant. If they need bookkeeping or or they need marketing, we hook them up with the people that do that. It's just going on it alone and thinking that they can do it their own, and, and right. then they get into some issues and some problems where they're like, uh-oh, I'm too far gone. And do you find a lot of businesses kind of hit a point where they can't expand any further, and it's because of those choices they've made? Or, or what? It, what is usually the problem? Is it? Is it their – like for us, I can tell you back when we were kind of going through that tilt, that kind of pivot point, it was that – I'm the person doing the sales. I'm also the person doing a lot of the programming or whatever it is we were doing. You get to the end of a job and start realizing you got to go find the next one and you're doing that constant sway back and forth. So delegation, stuff like that. What is it usually you see with the businesses that are going into a growth period? What is limiting them? So that that's a big question, actually, because there's a number of things that, that could be not working right for you to go to that next level. But a lot of times, if you start a company and this is your baby, you don't want to let go of it. Right. They have to touch everything. And the level of trust, even though they may trust somebody, they know that they're the expert. They have a hard time letting go. And if you're doing everything, you're limited to that capacity and you're limited to what you can do and Technically, it's only 24-7, right? right? So you got to find so, that so, amount of time, so, right? Yeah, so you, you, uh, you burn out very fast. 
you still have the gaps that you never addressed and your business is cavitating. Do you find that those businesses are usually selling time or is it better to transition into selling more of like a product or value or what? It all depends. I mean, you can definitely set these goals. So if you have a schedule that will meet your goals and you've never brought anybody else to help you with that schedule, then you're not, you're not expanding. You can only do a finite amount of work ever. So a lot of times we'll sit down and we'll create these goals. We want to see where you want to be in a year, three years, five years. And then we say, these are the things you have to have. Job descriptions are huge yeah. in expanding. If you have 15 different jobs that need to be done and three people are doing 14 of them, that one job still ain't getting right. done. So we haven't, we haven't addressed the issues. So that's just kind of seeing how it works and, and what it's going to take to get to the next level. And even if you can get to the next level without a machine, a person, a process, something, uh, and that could be either uh, a product that you're making and selling or this, a service. It's about the same. So are you talking about formulating an actual business plan generally? Or, I mean, a lot of businesses don't even bother doing it unless they're trying to get money from a bank or something. Is that something that's lacking a lot of times, having a business plan? Or is that something you recommend, regardless of what you need from financing? Absolutely. You know, there are two different types of business plans. One that is the official, formal thing that you put in front of a lender to get your money. The other is your operations. It's your strategies. It's It's all your thoughts being put on paper. Now, it doesn't have to be formatted in this big document, but a lot of times people have some great ideas and they say, okay, this is where I want to be and this is how I'm going to be there. And they, they don't never write it down or they put it on a shelf right. and then they go off into these directions because why? We're working in the business instead of on the business. Right. So to not have a business plan is the same as jumping in the car and not knowing the direction to go. It's right. that roadmap that you need to need to follow. And it changes. So they see an opportunity, they take the money, yeah, and it's yeah. not in the direction they want to ultimately go, but it's what they need right now. Yeah, I mean, and you can yeah. do that, and that's okay. As long as you're still not just working in the business. You're working on where I need to go. Yeah. And, and that could be just writing down. And a business plan could be just one goal. You know, that's a business plan. You can elaborate on it more. You can come back to it, but it's not homework. It's not, I have to get down there and write this plan. No, but you do have to make a strategy for success or it's not yeah. going to happen. When a company's been in business for a while and they haven't quite determined who their best client is, they've just kind of been taking everything as it comes. Do you have tools or, or techniques that you use to kind of define who that client is? Yeah, I like going through different exercises. So it's it's more of a discovery base, kind of seeing where you want to go and where you want to be. And a lot of times you may take the money from a client that you really don't want to do. So that's not right. really your passion. And so you always have to do that to make the business sustainable, but it may not be the direction you want to go. Right. So you could make a strategy to say, okay, I'm going to hire somebody to deal with that so I still get my money, and then I can expand and go this way because that's where I'm passionate about. Right. You're able to expand. You're able to be happy. You're not able to burn yourself out too much, and your business is growing because you've made a conscious decision to – do this or do that or even stop doing that i mean sometimes we look at feasibility i mean i understand you have to do what you have to do to make the business work but that could be short term goals as you have the longer term goals but if you don't ever write them down you'll forget about it if you don't put it on a calendar it doesn't make it real if you don't put it on paper it doesn't exist yeah other than the individual consulting, you're also doing classes, right? Tell me about like what kind of classes that you offer. So the different classes, a lot of times uh, in the year, we will talk to small business committees, different chambers, and saying, what does the community need and what do people need? And of course, it's marketing, I need right. social media, whatever. Uh, 
But we also do the QuickBooks classes. We do the starting a business classes. We do the whole marketing strategy type classes. And those are kind of our bread and butter. So we have a number of classes ourselves. But as I said, we are a whole group of people, 17 different offices that can start working each other into it. And I do charge for the classes. Usually I'll go out and get a sponsorship or something so I can charge minimum. Uh If I'm not the expert, I'll still bring it into the community and and have that Facebook or the uh, LinkedIn class that it may be a little bit out of my expertise, but the community still needs it. So it's a gambit. This year I'm working on that personal brand management uh, aspect or the team building aspect. I do some teamwork through generations and uh, personalities class, which is a national program that I've done a couple times already. And last year you guys did some security stuff too. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Cybersecurity was uh, last year. It was, that was a good class. We had a good time. Yeah. I'm sorry. I missed that, but how did it go? It, It was great. The chamber is already wanting us to bring it back, and we're going to see if we have that opportunity. But, uh, but yeah, that's just creating awareness. It's kind of like creating awareness for like those card swipers, where if we didn't right. if we didn't update it, we would have been liable. Just letting our clients and and the community know what's coming down the pipe, so that we can be successful. Because we're a team. We're right. all a team. What do you recommend that people do to start up with you? Who do they contact? Where do they call? We have the website, the uh, www.georgiasbdc.org. Okay, and we'll um, put that in the show notes. Getting us on board, getting us in the loop, and kind of seeing where you're wanting to go. And we'll see if we can help you. I mean, we'll definitely see if that's a right fit. Right. As I said, I want to be in touch with anybody that's thinking about that because I don't want you to make mistakes at the beginning. But even the ones that are already in business and that are working well and want to go to that next level, we see that after you break a million, it's hard to get that five. And once you break that five, it's hard to get to that 10. And so it kind of breaks up like that because you have to have some serious stuff in place to go from the five to 10. I right. mean, all your processes, procedures, safety, HR, I mean, you're going into a different level of business. And if you don't have the capacity to do it, you're writing contracts, getting in over water, and that's where you can fail fast. And you mentioned safety. I know coming from the mining industry, uh, you've got a lot of experience with OSHA and a lot of regulatory agencies. So that's an additional place that you guys can help. Oh, absolutely. I'm one of the only ones in the state that can help producers and manufacturers go through their safety program, go through their training policies, do you know, pretty much free inspections to kind of see. Now, I, I don't call it an inspection. I call it a walkthrough. Right. So I'm not liable. But if I see anything that is out of the ordinary that needs to be fixed, I'll bring it up to you. And we work with the process of getting that to the next level because even that, that's company culture. That's developing right. that safety culture, getting in front of your employees and trying to make sure that, hey, this is important to us because of this. And it creates a whole different dynamic within the industry. So. Now, is this unique to Georgia, or are there other similar organizations in other states? Technically, it's the America's Small Business Development Center, okay. so it's yeah. a, every state actually has their own program. Now, it's a wide range of what their funding is, what their right. capabilities are. We are one of the uh, few states that require a master's degree in a business profession and experience to be a consultant. Okay, uh, Not everybody does that, so you'll see a, a wide range of, of talents and wide range of skills. I don't want to pat myself on the back, but Georgia is a pretty, <laughs> we have some very, very intelligent people working with us, way more intelligent than me most of the time, but they are some of the cream of the crop, people that have done it. They're not afraid to say, hey, I don't know it. Let me get somebody else in here. That takes a lot. Great. So you have the number on? Uh... Yeah, absolutely. The number is the University of Georgia Small Business Development Center at 
839-5082. You'll talk to a very nice lady named Miss Jane Smith, and uh, she'll see what your needs are and get you on a calendar. And what area do you guys cover specifically? Is it kind of like the Fayette Coweta? Well, technically, we are six different counties, Douglas, Carroll, Heard, Harrelson, Polk, and Coweta, and we've been coming into Fayette a little bit. We have a Clayton County office that they're very, very good, and but we work very well. Since we don't really charge and we're not after that sales thing it's the client that's going to dictate where we are we don't mind traveling i love getting in on different businesses and some people have more expertise than other QuickBooks is kind of my thing i but i can consult online i don't have to go anywhere so a lot of the different uh, a lot of the different areas or or the consultants are bringing me in just on the phone and on like a uh, video conference yep Cool. Well, Todd, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for having me, and we're looking forward to helping whoever needs help. We hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening. Please definitely subscribe to us on Apple, Google, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts so you won't miss the next episode. You can also sign up for our email newsletter and we will let you know when new episodes come out, as well as sharing information on how customized application development can improve your bottom line. And we hope you'll like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram and also subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can get to those from our website at websuasion.com, W-E-B-S-U-A-S-I-O-N.com. There's links at the very top. Our YouTube channel has video clips from this episode. There's always great little snippets of the show that you can share on social media. Even if you don't have time to listen to the whole broadcast, Throughout the week, you can watch little tidbits and get some great information. Next week on the show, we have Kristen Sellier of ID8, and she's going to talk to us about branding and marketing. We hope you join us, and until next time, have a productive work week. Music